Welcome to Maximum Octane and your ride to the entrepreneur's evolution in the automotive industry. I'm your host, Kim Hickey, former shop owner turned industry educator, speaker, and entrepreneurial motivator. Each week during our ride together, you will hear unfiltered stories of inspiration and transformation shared by successful business owners and CEOs. Their experiences will motivate you to do things you never thought possible, encourage you to reach your full potential, and help you to exchange unproductive habits for productive ones. While many of my guests will be related to the automotive industry, it's crucial in the world of tomorrow that we stop being silos and we open our minds to ideas and inspiration from other industries as well. We also know that to be truly successful in business, you must have a healthy work and home life balance. All of my guests are handpicked with these crucial elements in mind. Our industry is evolving by the second and we need to as well. Buckle up, because here we go. Welcome back, Maximum Octane. This is your host, Kim Hickey. Joining me today, I'm super excited about my guest, Kelly Rempus. We got to meet in um, Nashville. I'll tell you a little bit about that in, in a minute, but I always love, as you all know, when I'm along my travels and doing things of entrepreneurs of any industry from any industry that have great ideas or great energy or something I feel like you can benefit from. And with Callie's business, Callie Rempus Enterprises, she's she's a coach, um, not the same kind uh, that I am for the automotive industry, but for health. And she's going to talk to you about it a little bit and, and we're going to get rolling right into it. But I think this is a great thing because not only can you learn from her as an entrepreneur, you can also learn from her about getting healthier and and having a different kind of lifestyle. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see what happens. So Kelly, all of your, um, I have all of the, your links and all, so they're going to all be in the notes. So our, our listeners and viewers will be able to contact you. So hopefully they do that because I think you're pretty fabulous. So welcome to the show. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much, Kim. I'm really excited to be on Maximum Octane. (laughs) <laughs> so we, we, I went to Nashville and I think a lot of you know from, from me over the years, when I go somewhere, I like to do food tours, wherever I travel to, whether it's another state, another country, whatever. I like to do food tours. I like to take a cooking class because that helps me understand the locals and what's going on. And I'm also sort of a history buff. So I love to understand the behind the scenes. And so I, I booked an event uh, through Kelly and she was just fabulous. And I'm like, Hey, you want to come on? So let us talk about a little bit. Let, let's talk about before I start bombarding you with questions. Why don't you talk a little bit about what your business is and how you got started? Absolutely. So um, it's a little bit of a convoluted story. I'm sure I'm not the only one that has one, right? Um, But I'm an integrative life and health coach uh, and also a hypnotist. So what I do on the whole is I work with people and usually people come to me because they're having health issues, whether they want to gain weight or lose weight or they're struggling to get their health goals. And what I, I have a package program where I work on your whole life. So we look at what you're eating. We look at what you're doing. We look at how you're working out. We look at your stress levels, your relationships, your careers, because all that affects your health, all that affects your life. And so I look at everything and we tweak everything to get you where you need to go. And we make manageable changes every week. You know, there's no food to buy, things like that. It's all changing your lifestyle, changing your ideas, putting you on a different journey. And I got started on this. I got started on this. I became a health coach in 2015. 
And at that time, I was in the corporate world. I was in corporate management. And I I just wasn't happy where I was at. I was very fortunate to, to be in the position I was. And I was with a great company, but I just wasn't, it wasn't what made me happy. And so over the years, I, I had done health coaching part-time until uh, COVID hit. And at that time, I was struggling with my own health. Uh, and I went to see a hypnotist because I was like, there's something blocking me. There's something that's, that's holding me back. Uh, and I went to see a hypnotist and I cleared up like right away. It was amazing. So after that point, I decided I need to become a hypnotist because this will help my clients. This will help me. I can help all kinds of people. And uh, I left my corporate career a year ago to go full time with my business. And that's where I am today. So, well, that is so exciting. And, and a lot of people are held back from starting businesses because they're waiting for everything to be perfect to align up to whatever, but you really got to follow your heart, right? And just be able to, life is too short. We're here for a limited amount of time and time is the only non-renewable asset we have in our life. And so you have to do stuff that makes your heart sing. And so, Kelly, you mentioned about being a hypnotist and I know that my viewers and listeners are going to be like, I'm not, you know, getting hypnotized. They're going to make me do something I don't want to do. I, you know, I went to a show in Vegas and the people were clucking like chickens. And so do you want to just talk a little bit about that? I know you can't go into the whole process of it, but kind of calm the minds and let them know that this isn't, you're going to take your clothes off or whatever they see in Vegas. Absolutely. Well, um, 95% of the work I do is through Zoom. So, which is really awesome. Number one. So anything you do on your end, like, you know, you can get naked all you want. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna be able to see you really, you know, <laughs> but no. So how it works. So stay, therapeutic hypnotherapy is much different than stage hypnotherapy. Okay. Totally different for, to do like therapeutic hypnosis um, and that kind of thing the best way for me to describe it is like a relaxed meditation. It's like me walking you through a guided meditation. You get very relaxed, but you hear everything I say. So if I tell you to cluck like a chicken, you're going to be like, what? Did you just tell me to cluck like a chicken? You're going to open your eyes and say, I'm done. You have full control over the session. That's the great thing. So uh, where people think like I'm taking over their mind, not at all. I'm literally guiding them through a process um, that they do themselves. So it's, it's really, you know, I have the easy job, you know, your subconscious has the hard job, but no. So if I said anything like cluck like a chicken or, or do something weird or anything like that, you'll be like, you're going to open your eyes and go like, what? <laughs> so it's very, um, it's very safe. It's great. It's effective. And it, it's just so quick. Um, and it's all about working with your unconscious mind about, you know, removing the barriers that have hold you back. Cause we're all a product of our experiences, right? If we have a bad experience with this, we kind of guard against ourselves from having it again. Like, you know, the hand on the stove thing, you know, ouch, that hurt. Let's not do it again. You know, and we build on that to protect ourselves and our subconscious does that. So it's all about removing some of the barriers that are not needed anymore to make change. Does that make sense? 
It makes great sense, but I think I just have to, it seems like the people in our industry, they like to keep burning their hand on the stove. I don't know what it is different on, on uh, this end, but they're like, no, let me do it again. Let me do it again. Let me do it again. So um, wonderful to hear that. It's a- this time. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, what? Did we not already have this conversation? <laughs> All right. Perfect. So hopefully everybody's fears and uh, questions have been uh, alleviated now and they could just listen with an open mind and uh, not a limiting belief about what is hypnosis for that. So, you know, everybody today, and I just was at a conference this weekend and it seemed like every single speaker brought up the past three years and, you know, the pandemic and how life changed and, they really seem to focus and universally all of them. And I was a little surprised in my head because I'm like, all right, let's get over this already. Like I'm over this. I don't want to hear about this anymore. I don't want to like, we're done. Like let's move on. But what they said is that we had to adjust so differently and that a lot of people actually are suffering from like a form of PTSD because of everything and, and, they don't know how to handle it. And so that everybody now is in fight or flight mode all the time versus prior to the pandemic. So I know there's different schools of thought on that and that, but, but when you're always in a state of fight or flight, that, that causes some serious issues, right? For, for people. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So with those cortisol levels being so high, um, your increased stress level, you're increasing the work your heart's doing. You need to like come down off that. But a lot of times we get stuck there. We get stuck in that. Oh my gosh, what if something happens? I got to prepare for this. I got to prepare for this. I got to run here. I have to do this. I have to do this now. And people need to stop and take a deep breath and we need to get back to normal. Okay. And, and there is a, a big, big portion of the population that is in that PTSD with COVID mode. Now, some people aren't so bad. Some people adapted really well, but a lot of us did not. So it's a matter of everybody's different, just like, just like every client is different. So, and are going to need different things. So the biggest thing with like cortisol and with stress is to bring that, you got to bring that down, you know, start with some deep breathing because we're, we're breathing that or shallow breaths because we're constantly like on edge all the time. And this is big with especially corporate. I find this especially with corporate women in the in their 40s and up and higher up positions. They are constantly in that stress, fight or flight. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. You know, that kind of thing. And it's so important that we bring ourselves down from that because it's going to cause issues with it's going to cause issues with your muscles down the line. Right. You got your cortisol, all that all that stuff is stuck in your brain and going through your body and you need to get it out. You need to let that cortisol out. You need to burn it off and let it out. It's so important. It's so important. And stress is the stress is one of the number one killers. You know, you gotta, you gotta bring it down. You gotta bring it down. And and just for clarification, in case anybody missed it, what, what Kelly said, it could be any kind of, so it doesn't have to be, you could have went through the pandemic beautifully and, and not caused any extra stress or whatever, but there's still people with stress in their life. See, I'm one of those weird people that was like, this is awesome. I don't have to go see people. I don't have to go to the grocery store. I don't, I'm like, woo, this, <laughs> I was like, yay, bring it on. So, which is not in a, a standard. I know most people are, but 
Yeah. So I always laugh. I'm like, I'm like a feral cat. I saw a meme that at this point, like when people were coming back online and I'm like, I don't think I can be reintegrated into the world. Like I'm, <laughs> I like the, I like to have in my groceries delivered and not going in this store and talking to people. And that's happening a lot. That's why you have that whole remote, the remote working thing. Cause I, you know, when we started the pandemic, we were all working remote as well. And it, employees are refusing to come back. We had employees at our business that moved out of state without permission. And we're just like, yeah, I'm not coming back to the office. So if I have to put in my resignation, I guess that's what I'm doing. <laughs> like they were ready. Like we're not coming back. It was very much, it was very much like that. It's crazy. And we absolutely, we should do an episode just on that alone. Cause there are some people that do work better in a remote situation. And sure. there's a great argument to be had about, you know, not having travel time and, you know, all of the, the flow of not being in a loud office environment and all, but there are, I think more people at what I've seen over the past few years that are not made to be remote. They, they don't realize it and they, they can't follow their time. They can't, and they feel very disconnected. So there's a lot of that going on too. So you talked about taking a breath and, you know, which everybody should be doing all the time. I know I'm one of those people that are always holding my breath. And when something's happening and then I'm like, okay, wait, breathe. You gotta, you gotta breathe. <laughs> and something as simple as that is I, I just saw a meme. I, look, my life is like in memes. That's all my stuff. Cause I don't want to talk to people. So they send me memes The the somebody, you know, had the tattoo that said breathe or whatever. And then, then he said, Oh, good thing. I had that reminder because I wouldn't have, <laughs> I wouldn't have breathed and could have died. And so I, <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny because that's my sense of humor. But I, I do think there is something to that, like to remind you to actually take breaths, not just breathe, but, you know, take breaths and, and with intent and think about it and, and fully breathe as you as you spoke about. So how do we, we see a lot today? People are very good at saying what they don't like and what's not working. Yep. And how do we flip the narrative? What advice do you have of to look at what you do want versus what you don't want? Absolutely. I do this all the time. And this is one of, this is a major game changer for people. So on top of the stress, which I have a free stress less series that you can find on my, it's on TikTok and Facebook. I think it's on all of them, all the platforms, but giving you steps and things like that. But for looking in the future, um, when we concentrate on things that we don't have, or that aren't good, or we don't want, that's what we're going to continue to attract because we're not looking for the things we want. So people literally have to, and I tell all my clients this, like, I want you to sit down. And this is another, is another trick for stress too. Is like, I want you to sit down and take five minutes to yourself. And I want you to really think about what you want out of life, what you really want. I don't care how weird it seems. I don't, I don't care how, oh, that'll never happen. You know, there's, oh, I'll never be able to get there. No, write it down. I want you to write down because we are limitless. People don't understand. We are limitless. We can do so much more. We are limited by all the, the, the voices in the background that are telling us, oh, that's just not feasible or that's not realistic or, you know, and our parents, you know, God love our, our parents told us, you know, you need to get a good job. You need to work hard. You need to do all these things because they wanted us to be safe. It was their way of trying to make us 
safe and and put us in a good spot. And really, it, it hindered us a little bit because then we started limiting what we could do. So sit down and I want you to really think about what you want. Do you like the house you're living in? Do you want a bigger house? Do you want a nicer car? Like, do you want, if you want that 2023 Jeep Wrangler special edition sport, whatever, you know, write it down, put it all on the list and really start writing a list. Like, do you, are you happy in your career? What would you rather be doing? If you, if you're not happy where you're at, where do you want to go? Do you want to be VP of the company? Do you want to be president of the company? CEO, where do you want? And that's the thing. So you need to start thinking about, and this list can change because, you know, you might write a list one week and go, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know that I want that. Then cross it off and rewrite your list. It's okay. You know, this doesn't have to be, okay, you wrote your list. This is it. This is what you're getting. (laughs) You know, so you need to take time because we're concentrating on the stuff we don't want. Like, I don't want my car to break down. I don't want my, I don't want my heater to go out like it just did. And I don't want this. And I, I don't want a a spouse or a significant other that, that puts me down. And well, what do you want then? Maybe you want a spouse that's very complimentary of you every day. Maybe you want a house that has at least four bedrooms so you can have all your kids or grandkids come stay at the same time. Or, you know, what? when you concentrate on what you don't want, that is where you are going to stay. So it's important to think about what you really, really want. And then when you write it down, what happens is when you write these things down, and let's say you look at them every couple of days. Let's say keep it, you know, write down everything you want in life. And you can have separate lists too. Like if you're looking for, if you're looking for a significant other and you're looking for a career, make separate lists. And put everything you want down on that list. If you want your significant other to have two different color eyes, put it on the darn list. I'm telling you, put it on the list and look at it every couple of days. You don't have to look at it every day and then revise it as necessary. But what this does is this triggers a mechanism in your brain to start looking for these things. So when you, oh, I never thought of that. That's, you know, I, let me give you a quick example. I hired a coach while I was in the corporate in the corporate world because I was unhappy. And I wasn't sure if health coaching and life coaching was the way I wanted to go. I wasn't sure if this was, you know, again, have those negative thoughts, right? Uh, like, oh, is that feasible? Is that is that realistic? You know, all those kind of things. And the coach said, okay, I, I don't care how ridiculous it sounds. I want you to write it down. And I started writing everything I wanted out of a career. I wanted to work from home. I wanted to make my own hours. I wanted to work when I wanted to work. Um, I wanted to be able to help people. I wanted to use my voice in some way, shape, or form. Because uh, I'm also a singer. So I play in a cover rock band here um, in my free time. So I wrote all these things down. Why didn't you tell me that? I could have. Could I have gone to see you? Were you playing when I was there? We were not. We were not. No. <laughs> so, okay. We I was going to say, I'm so disappointed now. So when you come back to town, but, um, it was, it was when we were sitting there. And so I didn't think about this list very much because I'm like, what in the world would give me the income I want with all these different things and, and still be able to, to do this. And I'm like, there is nothing on earth I can think of. And then I went and saw a hypnotist and then I went, holy crap. 
And it was like a light bulb went off. And the guy was like, I'm also starting another class. I'm starting a class, a certification class coming up. And it was that light bulb went off so quick. And I went, oh my gosh, it works. You know, <laughs> It was the weirdest thing. So just my experience. I have another experience too, but it was just when it's like when, um, you know, you play that game in the car where you look for things of a different color, like name something blue and you guys name off things in the car or name a blue car or the Volkswagen bug thing where you, you know, slug bug, <laughs> not condoning selective attention. Yes. But your brain starts to look for those things subconsciously. So that's how that works. So think about what you want. Don't worry about how you're going to get there. Don't even worry about how you're going to get there. Just write the list. And you're going to start seeing doors open like, oh, well, maybe I want to go there. Maybe I want to go in that door. Maybe I want to try that. And you, you slowly start to figure things out. It's pretty neat. That's awesome. I love that you were bringing up about when you think about like the negative things or the things you don't want, that that's where you're going to stay. One of the things I ride a motorcycle in years ago when I went to class to, cause I wanted to ride one properly and not go out. You know, my friends were trying to teach me and my ex-husband and that's not a good, not a, never a good, <laughs> probably why he's an ex, but that besides <laughs> that, um, <laughs> the, it was when I went, one of the things I was most surprised about was they, they said, you have to, if you are going to turn, if you're in whatever, you have to turn your head before the bike. Cause you're, the, the motorcycle is going to go where you're looking. And so if you don't turn your head, then it's not going that way. And, you know, there's countless stories people talk about with skiing or anything else. They're staring at a tree that's coming at them and they see the tree coming and they slam right into it because that they were focused on that tree and not next to it or not whatever. Right. And so whether it's a motorcycle, any, anything where, where, where you are putting your attention is the direction you're going to go. Right. And I mean, that's been proven so many times and I'm sure everybody has a story about something. I was looking at the door and walked right into it. You know, I was staring at that phone pole and drove a hit, you know, because we're like staring at it. So um, exactly. I, I hope everybody <laughs> definitely heard what, what, what you said about that. So for sure. So let's talk about, habits and, and productive ones, you know, to become an entrepreneur and to be successful with anything in your life. You, you, we all have unproductive habits that, that, and some of us have more than others, probably. Um, I'm raise my hand. I got my <laughs> and phone. So it's like I, a I constant have... pursuit. Yeah. It's like a constant pursuit of, you know, what can I replace that with? Not just stop doing it, but I, you know, to, for me now, I'm like, what can I replace that with? That's, that's positive. Instead of, again, focusing on the negative, I've stopped doing this or stop whatever it is. And, you know, but saying, what can I do instead? That's positive, which has really helped me. So what, what's something do you, would you be willing to share that you, you kind of swapped out for something more positive or just something they can do to swap out? Yeah. So I've, uh, I've, man, I've made so many changes in the past eight years with my own, with my own life. One thing that I have developed is a meditation habit. I do meditate uh, every day. Occasionally I will miss a day and I kick myself in the butt because it really does calm my day down and it helps me stop, stay out of that. You know, if you're running late, 
you get all hyped up like, oh crap, I'm running late. I got to hurry, get it there, get it, get in the office, hurry up and do this, hurry up and do this. And you kind of stay there all day. You're still a little on edge the rest of the day. That meditation in the morning takes me down about three notches so that, okay, I'm running late. No problem. I'm going to get here. I got it. It's fine. That is one thing that I can say for people that'll help with your stress level tremendously as well. It helps get rid of that cortisol out of your system. Even if you start with five minutes a day in the morning, like right after you wake up is perfect because you're still kind of in that Delta brainwave where you're still waking up, set that timer for five minutes and just sit up and just sit there for five minutes. And if you start having thoughts come in, think of them as little clouds leaving. So you're just empty. Like you're just looking at the blackness of behind your eyelids and concentrate on breathing. I try to do a minimum of 15 minutes a day. So that's me personally. You can do guided meditations or you can sit there and have, you know, no sound, however you want to do it. But meditation has been one thing that has changed my life and changed my day because then I can... When things come up, because everybody has contrast, everything, everybody has like things that you don't necessarily want to happen. Like, oh crap, the dog chewed up this or the cat scratched this up or whatever. And and it's just like, okay, we're just going to deal with it. We're just going to clean it up and move on. And it's, it's just a release, if that makes sense. So meditation is number one. Um, I would say if everybody could integrate meditation into their daily life, it's so beneficial. And then that's when, especially when you start thinking about your future and what you want, different ideas start to pop in. You start like, oh, I didn't think that I could call this person, but, you know, they may know something about that. Maybe I'll call them. It's weird how little ideas come to you in a meditative state. It's like your, your inner guidance is saying, hey, Hey, go over there, call them, do this. So, and you get insights from that. So meditation is, is probably one thing that I would tell everybody to integrate. Does that make sense? Okay. Well now that, yes, it does. But now that you mentioned meditation, I know there's going to be a lot of people listening saying, yeah, I'm not going to sit for an hour and, you know, white baggy clothes going home. No, no. Can you just, can you, I'll get, I'll make it easy. Just touch a little bit. Yes. So here's what, here's what, um, and there's a ton of free apps that you can get for free app meditations, things like that. This is literally what I do. I don't dress up. I I'm literally okay. Waking up in the morning, my hair is all over the place. You know, I sit on my bed, I cross my legs. You don't have to do it. You don't have to sit and cross your legs if you don't want to, but I literally just sit there with my hands on my lap. I set a timer for 15 minutes. This is me. Don't sit, don't, Don't do it for an hour at first. You're never going to do it. You're never going to do it. Start with five minutes. Start with five minutes. Wait, you know, it's funny. Can I cuss on your show? Yes. Okay. There's a (laughs) a two minute medication. There's a two minute meditation on YouTube. That's uh, it's uh, I think it's called fuck it all. And it literally is somebody just going, it's really somebody just going, fuck it all. Fuck it all. Fuck it all for two minutes. And it's a meditation and it's the best thing. <laughs> I'll have to find it for you. And you can put it in the show notes. It's not mine. It's somebody else's, but it is just, a you know, if you want to just let go, it's a great way to do it. But literally I sit in my bed. Well, I, in my- I would think that that mantra. 
I'm just laughing now. Okay. You sit on your bed, your hair is messy, you set your timer. I set a timer and I sit there. I close my eyes. I sit there and I just try to like, I just try to concentrate on my breathing. And the easiest way I do it is I say breathing in and breathing out. And I just say it to myself in my head because that will help me keep the thoughts out because then I'll start thinking about things for the day and I have to push those out. So I think of those as like little clouds moving. Okay. Clouds moving out, out. So this is my time and it takes practice. So if you, if you're doing it and you still have thoughts come into your head, I still have thoughts come into my head. It's a work in progress. So you just got to keep doing it. And it really will. You'll find after a while that if you do meditation for a while and then you stop, you're going to be like, Oh God, I gotta meditate. I gotta meditate. I'm not feeling great. <laughs> it's funny that like that happens. runner's high people supposedly yeah. get that. I never got that. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's, so, uh, so what do you say to people? Cause I am telling you right now what I'm going to hear. That's all wonderful, Kim. And you know, Kelly sounds great, but I don't even have time to brush my teeth or I don't have time to scratch my butt or whatever the excuses that people have. How I don't have, you know, I don't have time to just sit and stare at the ceiling for 15 minutes. What, what do you say to those people? Start with two. Start with two. Okay. Do it on your breaks at work. Do it on your lunch break. So I was, um, man, I used to take naps on my lunch break. <laughs> I used to go in the car and crash for a half hour in my lunch break. So, you know, you can find a minute or two somewhere. Even if you start with a minute or two, just start. It's like a workout program. Just start. That's half the battle, right? Love it. And yeah, even if you can, you can set a timer or a set an alarm for like 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. And when you're at work, you know, in your little, if you're in a desk or a cubicle or whatever, just take one minute and breathe and concentrate on like deep breathing. That's a, por- that's a portion of meditation. That's a form of meditation. You know, so uh, you always wonder why those yoga people are so happy. It's, it's a form of meditation. <laughs> so, but well, yeah, I, so- I think the listeners will be, be, that sounds more doable during the day that they don't have to go and change and put on white baggy clothes and uh, be like, um, and all that stuff that people picture when they hear meditating. You mentioned that you, yeah. So you mentioned that you got a coach for when you were trying to figure out what to do. So, and now you're a coach and all of that. And and sometimes I feel like when I'm talking about how important it is for people to have coaches in their life, they think, oh yeah, that's because you're, you know, it's a sales pitch or whatever. So just in general, why is it so important? And what made you reach out to a coach to move your life along? Well, if you're stuck in a spot, if you're if you're unhappy with a part of your life, and this could be any part of your life, and you can't seem to get anywhere with it, everybody can benefit from a coach because you have an outsider looking in, saying, seeing where you're blocked. Um, as long as you get a good coach, and you need to find a coach who you resonate with. You know, obviously, if you meet with a coach and the coach is kind of a jerk, or Maybe she's too high energy or something like that. You have to get a coach that resonates with you. So it's important that you talk to different coaches and consult with them and find one that resonates with you, okay, that you feel good about. The other thing is every coach needs a coach. Every coach struggles just like everybody else with things. 
if you find something, so if you find an area where you're really struggling, you can't get past it, you can't seem to move forward, hire an outsider to look in, check in on you. What are you doing? What do you block? Where Where are you blocking yourself? Where are you holding yourself back? So that's where it's important to, to, to look at a coach. Um, some people think, oh gosh, I don't need a coach for that. Well, okay, then write your list and keep looking at it and where are you going with it? But that coach is going to give you the outsider perspective. Like, well, have you looked at this? Have you considered this? You know, it's like with the meditation thing. Well, have you considered doing it during your lunch break or during your break time? Or, you know, before you leave work and you're sitting in your car, sit there for two minutes. Just sit there for two minutes and deep breathe. You know, it's little things like that that'll help you. And it's the little changes that help you make the permanent changes. Does that make sense? Well, well said, well said. And uh, all of you do such a wonderful job listening to your friends and your neighbors and your family members and following all of their advice that they probably should not be giving you. So get work with somebody that can stay objective and understand. And, you know, part of the coach biz part is the accountability. I mean, at the end of the day, almost everybody knows what they're supposed to be doing. And it's the accountability of, you know, having that partner to help you. And just to, like you said, uh, look at things a little bit differently and open your mind because when we are around the same people all the time, in the same surroundings, we have the same friends and same family members, and they all think the same. We we get, I think, in a silo almost of like, this is the way I have to think. This is, you know, I, I I've never kind of thought about something that way before. It's it's always surprising to me in any of the coaching sessions. Sometimes that just a great question or you know a little bit of have you looked at this? They're like, I never thought of it, and I'm, I think to myself how could you never think of that sometimes? Like that is like, you know, put the stamp on this way, not that way, you know, like, and it, and it's like, they're blown away. But when you're in fight or flight mode all day long and you're doing all those things and trying to start a business or run your house or teach your kids or whatever it is you're doing, it's hard not to just be in there like with those blinders on. So I think the coach helps for so many reasons and, and so many different parts of your life. So, right. And you're capable much. It is. It is. I think people so limit their potential. And, uh, you know, there's always that argument back and forth about what, you know, some people are just happy at this. And it's like, I don't know that most people don't wake up in the morning and go, yeah, I can't wait to be mediocre today or not achieve my dreams. Like I can't wait to not achieve my dreams today. So yes, you know, they're there and, and they confuse it, right? There's like a disconnect because when you talk about living up to your potential and stretching yourself, that's not the same as, oh, you have to go buy a, you know, $100,000 car and a $2 million house. That's not what, what we're talking about, right? In, in, in stretching exactly. yourself and what are you capable of, whether that's learning a new skill or reading more books or, you know, anything. It's, it's not, people somehow always are like, well, I don't need a ton more money or I don't need a big house. And it's like, where did that even come in the conversation? Like that's not even part of this conversation, unless that's what they want. Right. But right, right, right. It's all about what they want. It is. It is. So, and that's, that's the other important thing about a coach. And I'm sure with your hypnotherapy, it, it, it's, you know, our job as coaches is to help you find out what you want, what's important to you, not what's important to us, because it's going to be very different, I'm sure. So um, exactly. 
don't. And if, and if you do hire a coach and they're trying to tell you to be something that, that you don't want to, that's not a good fit and move on to, to, to somebody else. So, all right, Kelly, I really appreciate being here. I know that you're super busy and I have a lot going on. And so with, I'm going to have again, all the links um, to, to your stuff there. And there's a newsletter I think that they can sign up for as well. Yes. And you have some free tools. I do. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Any final, any, any final words you want to leave or advice or thoughts to with our, our listeners and viewers this morning? Just want to tell everybody to breathe, you know, take some deep breaths, live in the present and, you know, like really be here, Re- be here now. Like what's going on now? Don't worry about the future. Don't worry about the past. Like be here now. And just thank you so much for having me, Kim. I'm so excited to be a guest on Maximum Octane. I'm excited to have you and I hope to see more of you and uh, Keep maybe in touch. collaborate on something. Yeah. All right, everybody. Stay safe, make good choices and stay inspired. And I will be back next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Maximum Optane, your ride to the entrepreneur's evolution. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas, or you just want to be a guest on my show, I want to hear from you. You can reach me directly at mlpodcast at autotraining.net. Thanks for listening and keep seeking information everywhere that you can.